Hi, I'm Sam Smeltzer, and I'm an HR intuitive and healer. And this is the Heart of It podcast, where we chat about what's at the heart of our workplace cultures, energy. It's time to recognize the physical, emotional, and spiritual energy that creates our cultures. And as HR, we are being called to care for it all. Our organizations need us now more than ever. They need the healing only we can provide as HR practitioners. So what are you waiting for? Let's do this. Welcome everyone to the Heart of It podcast. We're so delighted that you have set time aside during your day. My name is David Cheverini, and I am sitting alongside Sam Smeltzer. And we are thrilled today to continue our series of um, spending time with the staff of the Heart Center. Uh, so far, we have gone through, I'm going to say, three of the staff members, myself included, and also um, Steph, and also Grace Carlson, and it's Steph Holmes is her last name. And those three podcasts are available. You can check those out on the Heart of It, um, I should say the Heart Center website and uh, just click on podcast at the top right of that um, website and you can download those uh, podcasts and listen to them. And today we're going to continue that series. I mean, there's so much buildup for this next guest that we have, we can't wait. Um, her name is Nancy Nicholas. And for those of you out there in podcast land, I can see, I can feel the smiles on your faces across the way, across the world, because uh, this is the one we've all been waiting for, Nancy Nicholas. So before we get into that, I want to let you know that this uh, podcast should be available right around September 5th. So just as you're starting to let the calendar turn into the autumn season and thoughts turn into fall foliage and pumpkins and pumpkin lattes, you can enjoy a beautiful uh, podcast featuring Nancy Nicholas and Sam and myself. So I'm also going to introduce Sam and let her uh, please um, ask her to give uh, any commentary that she'd like to give. So Sam, great to see you. Thanks, Dave. Good to be here again for this. I love how you uh, make opening commentary on these interviews so we can watch them squeam on <laughs> camera, which they don't get to see as you give these wonderful intros. Um, but yeah, now you guys have me all like pumped about pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. So never too soon. I'm excited about today's interview because Nancy has known me the longest on the team, I would say. Uh, and she's seen the many evolutions of everything that we've done here at the Heart Center. Yeah. Um, she's kind of been kind of my pulse throughout it all. I mean, I even remember her having conversations with me very early on when I decided to do entrepreneurship in general. So um, I'm excited to hear what Nancy has to share today and have and give her take <laughs> on everything. And I think Nancy feels the same way, that she's also hopefully excited to um, to share her experiences. And that's what really this is all about. Um, as we take a moment, uh, a big part of this is to 
kind of let the listeners in on maybe the team. The team is fairly diverse and we come from uh, different backgrounds and we add kind of our own strengths uh, to the team. The collaborative um, efforts really across the board have, um, have really helped and have helped us grow. And we feel like it's important for the listeners to get to know us a little bit more on a personal level, get to know and learn maybe how our paths have uh, maybe originally crossed with Sam and, and what's maybe keeping us, keeping us coming back. And, um, and it's very interesting. I have no doubt that uh, you're going to learn something today. You're going to have a number of uh, good takeaways um, that you can continue on um, your journey, uh, however and wherever and, um, that that's going. So um, let's get on with uh, this particular um, session. And I'm going to start just so we all have at least kind of a, a good uh, a starting place, a background. and. Um, you know, give you a little bit of uh, who Nancy Nicholas is. Um, she shares over uh, 26 years of experience in uh, in customer service and education, uh, both of those fields. And um, I can speak firsthand. I've seen her. Um, I've experienced some of um, um, some of the classes that I've taken through uh, through the Heart Center um, uh, on the education side. She does a wonderful job. Um, in that particular role. She's gained uh, her knowledge and experience really within three different industries in South Central Pennsylvania, which is where we are all located at the particular moment. Um, and she's an advocate, a true advocate for exceptional service and lifelong learning. She's always looking to help enhance the knowledge and skills of others. And she really does, I think, a really good job of bringing out the best in people when it comes to those particular skill sets. She's got incredible enthusiasm. It makes her, uh, the way she facilitates and her facilitation just energized and she has been recognized by many participants as being an outstanding trainer. And I can, uh, like I said, I can attest to that. And Nancy uh, right now works as the Director of Growth Education at the Heart Center, um, which is really a huge uh, kind of component in what makes this whole uh, wheel kind of keep spinning. So, Nancy, welcome. We are, uh, like I said, delighted to have you, and welcome to uh, our podcast today. Thanks, Dave. It's great to be here. And, uh, you know, I was going to say originally you saved the best for last, but then I started going Cheverini, Carlson, Holmes, <laughs> Nicholas. You went in alphabetical order. We're going order. alphabetical order. That's right. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know. We don't. Maybe this is where we stop. We've got a couple of others, but maybe we'll save them for next season. Who knows? <laughs> I love it. I hope Tony's not listening. I know, right? You got <laughs> cut. Yes, Nancy sir. had you cut. <laughs> I'd like to see that reaction visual. Oh, that's good. Well, that's act. let's start there. Um, if you can go back into your uh, recollection, your memory, maybe uh, share with us how you remember that first meeting with Sam or how your paths originally uh, crossed. Well, it is going back a bit. No, just not that <laughs> far. But um, yeah, Sam and I met each other working um, for a healthcare organization in the area here. Um, and interestingly enough, um, what 
speaks most to my memory is our actual um, trip. We both went mm. on a conference uh, or flew out to a conference together. And um, the excitement, number one, of attending a conference, you know, uh, specifically uh, an education conference um, and all the information that we brought back to our organization, um, we literally spent the flight home developing a course. And it was hmm. after that moment, we just instantaneously, bing, bang, boom, we were bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, and we developed a course. And, uh, you know, from that moment on, um, we really, uh, what's jumping into my mind right now, I don't think is anything that ha anyone ever said either to us or about us. But what, what's coming to my mind right now is we were, two education peas in a pod um we oh, mm -hmm. from a from a um yeah i just lost the word i was going to say but from a uh, from a um skills from a we, yeah. we complement each other uh and yeah. i think you know over the years as sam just mentioned um we we bounce a lot of ideas off of each other and that's in my opinion how we've been really successful Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sam, is that? Uh... Yeah, I, yeah. You know, um, Nancy. Um, when we worked together, we started, and she was in a different department. And then because of her reorg, she ended up becoming my colleague, which I was really excited about because I was well, and she was a department of one necessarily <laughs> at the educator level. Um, and so then we got access to each other, and then they sent us on this conference. And Nancy and I both just jived with what we thought were the right path moving forward. And because we complemented each other, we could create really solid course designs. Um, and that course we designed on the plane. I remember the guy, we were we were actually talking about it over somebody. And he finally was like, do you just want to change seats? <laughs> and so you guys can sit next to each other. And we pounded out this course design and then we proposed it to our boss when we got back. And it was one of the most successful programs um, that we ran like every, like all over the healthcare system. Um, and it was just, it was phenomenal. And then it, it laid the foundation for other things that we do. And a lot of it is, you know, the, the Sam Nancy technique, I think is embedded in the core of what we do here on the educational side. Um, cause we, we discovered it together. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. Um, so you two are working together. You're, um, you know, you're conducting those education sessions throughout that the organization. What happened though? I mean, because did Sam, what happened? What happened in that you, um, you know, wh when did it? Did you guys come to the point to think, okay, we need to, we need to go branch out? From the healthcare um, work side that we have, and do something outside of that. So interestingly enough, um, what neither one of us also mentioned is um, we also completed the same master's program <laughs> mm. um, at Penn State, and uh, I um, was in the program ahead of Sam. So kind of you know we were overlapping at some capacity or, or again maybe I don't remember do you Sam from a mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but we. I think I started earlier, but then you know, obviously she uh, yeah. finished the program as well. So we both, you know, we have that foundational um, education from the same institution. So I mm. did neglect to mention that, or at least just remembered it as you were talking. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I mean, I, I know Sam has potentially spoken about her decision to diverge into entrepreneurship as well. Um, my path was a little slower <laughs> than <laughs> Sam's. Um, she made a decision to step out on her own. Um, and, and, you know, honestly, it wasn't without, hey, come and do some stuff too. Um, but at that mm -hmm. time, um, with having, you know, two children in school, uh, or I guess, middle-aged at that point um, it wasn't a decision that I was comfortable making stepping out mm -hmm. um, so I, I've always been um, supportive of Sam's decision whether it was um, on the sideline assisting um, in a consultation role because we've had we had many lunches together where she's painting the office. <laughs> painting the office, true. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been around since you know Sam stepped out on her own, um, just not in a formal role of an employee. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been here, whether it was like I said in the background, um, in the forefront of supporting her programs, attending the programs, assisting her in the office, or or you know just in conversation. Mm -hmm. And what would you say, you know, when she decided to take the entrepreneurial route and for certainly the right reasons, you, you know, you stayed in, in the position you were in, um, kind of your day job. What was it about Sam um, and maybe an in, on an intangible level that you thought, I need to stay, I got to stay connected with her in some capacity? Well, I think really it was just how well we collaborate together. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, you know, don't get me wrong, the the interest to follow was there. Yeah. Yeah. From a financial mm -hmm. standpoint, the uh, the fear was also there mm -hmm. as well. So, obviously the fear took over the decision. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, offering support any way I could um, to help her succeed was certainly um, what I felt comfortable with um, from a support role uh, and, you know, certainly said to her, hey, if you need anything, let me know. Um, and she did. Yeah. And Sam, again, I'll, for the listeners, um, and maybe you're seeing a pattern if you've been following some of the other interviews with the other staff members, that's kind of how it seems to be um, some random meeting takes place in some capacity and before <laughs> long you realize I've known her since for you know as many years Nancy as you've known her and you just are drawn to the mission you're drawn to the um, just to the um, to the work and you want to do what you can to help and support uh, that particular cause and it's you know and it's it's growing certainly um, over the last few years in the beginning I'll ask um, you know when she was kind of starting out because I came on to the scene 
uh, maybe a couple of years ago, and so I didn't see what it was like in the very beginning. But Nancy, what were you observing? What were you kind of witnessing as Sam was, you know, figuring some things out? And kind of how did you see your role back then? Um, well, with your background, etc. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know Sam has said this before to me, but I think um, the role that I was in initially was her biggest cheerleader. Um, I th- I think you know anything that she had program wise, um, just any idea. Um, my I saw my role in how do I help her succeed, um, and and you know I guess. If I think about it, it's, you know, the foundation of who I am is coaching and helping and cheerleading, you know, whomever. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, I think because it it really spoke to the foundation of me um, as an educator as well uh, is is where I had um, the passion to be mm. Sam's cheerleader. You know, Sam um, has a passion as well and, and as we've mentioned and I've, you know, you mentioned in previous podcasts as well, um, her passion has shifted or, I mean, the foundation of her passion is there um, as, mm-hmm. you know, we all grow and develop through um, time. Um, sometimes you, you, your path diverges, um, although you still maintain the, the, you know, your core passion. Um, and I think, um, in the beginning, um, my, I, I, not that I had a role, but I certainly, um, was a support role that, that cheerleader for Sam, you know, anything that, that she's, um, posting on social media, I'm sharing, Hey, go, Mm -hmm. go to Sam's event or go, you know, support her. Um, so, I mean, that's really, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, kind of how it was. How I saw uh, myself, yeah. How you saw yourself, yeah. Well, I think it's interesting. You know, Nancy brings up about fear uh, in regards to stepping out, you know, with me. You know, but one of the things that Nancy caught on very quickly, I mean, like, the fear is still very real. Like, I stepped out, and then I was like, great. Like, who am I to do any of this stuff? And what am I even going to be doing? Can I even do this? It's almost like you go back to zero, like, and having to reestablish your credibility. Um, And so Nancy as a support system was one of the best things for me to kind of even keep me in the game and not, you know, run for the hills. And there was, there was talk for a while at the very beginning. And Nancy kind of knows this where people were taking kind of bets Mm. on when I would just give up and go back to the corporate environment because it was safe. Um, And I think Nancy hearing some of that talk uh, made her step up her game a little bit too, to make sure that, you know, like she, you know, like she wasn't in a formal role, but Nancy was always there saying, I'm, I'm here. And if you do need something, let me know. And I, and I will do my best to help you. Um, and so I think, you know, those pieces are really important. And, you know, Nancy was, she was like my right arm at that healthcare system. And so going out on my own and, you know, I think there was something selfish about trying to entice her to come with me <laughs> because I had to sever that in some aspect. You can't have Nancy all the time because she's still working her full-time job. And Nancy is still worth that healthcare system today, and she's just found a new level of balance that she can give us some time to help us grow here at the Heart Center. 
Um, but I mean, like, you know, Nancy said it really nicely at the beginning. We were two peas in the education pod. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think either one of us, you know, felt right without having that collaboration active in some aspect. I mean, we used to have these burrito days, like, that we would put on the schedule where we would literally go get burritos, and then we would just brainstorm and, like, have this massive, you know, as Steph and Dave alluded to my mind, you know, Nancy can get just as out there in mm -hmm. those, and we would basically let our brains go everywhere and then settle and come back to these ideas. Um, but it got to a point where other people wanted to come to Burrito Day, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we, we, we did some of our best work, um, oh, sure. again, from a collaboration standpoint and, and uh, on those burrito days. But, yeah, we did have people envying our burrito lunches, lunch meetings, right? Lunch <laughs> meetings, okay. So for the listener's sake, I mean, let's kind of um, follow how HR became kind of the, the main, Sam's main focus. Was that part of, the, was the education at the healthcare, when you guys were there together, was it HR in any way related, or how did it become, how did it become of an HR kind of focus? Well, that's Sam's background. Mm -hmm. My background's education. <clears throat> when we were at, together at the healthcare organization, we were both in organizational learning and development, where organizational development learning and development it there's a gray area in where that sits in a lot of organizations to be honest with you depending upon the size of the organization sometimes the development part sits within hr and sometimes the development part sits within an education department so it mm. there's a i don't know sam would you agree i'd call it a gray area depending upon the size of the organization mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a gray area. Nobody likes to really admit that, but there's a connection mm -hmm. in some aspects. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. real because you know you talk to varying people who might work in a small organization, and they are, from an HR perspective, they're maybe you know an HR uh, employee, but yet mm -hmm. they're involved in the learning and development piece of the organization as well. Um, you get into larger organizations, the structure's a little different where there are enough employees where there's a separation of education and HR. Um, and I know from an educational perspective um, where we were at the healthcare organization or when we were at the healthcare organization, uh, you know, Sam developed some education specifically related to HR. Um, we had a, have a, an HR department, but they don't necessarily do education, uh, oh, or at least that okay. specific education, right, mm -hmm. Sam? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So they might be managing and overseeing policies, but I was training managers on how to on how utilize to. those policies or how to understand those policies. Um, so yeah, and that was kind of my, you know, where Nancy has a background in customer service, my background was in HR. And so there was a lot of times where it made a lot of sense. We were going out and she could tackle customer service and communication skill sets. I could I could uh, tackle HR and accountability issues, which, you know, usually are all in the same bucket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. We okay. did a lot of tag teaming from an educational mm -hmm. standpoint as well. Uh, department specific requests or, you know, something from that perspective. I forgot about that. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all coming back. Coming back it sure. is. Okay, so as as Sam was kind of evolving in her own way, you know, Nancy, it sounds like, was, was again, that, that educational piece that certainly dovetails really nicely with HR. And it sounds like it, it then helped really gain some traction at that point, or it started to, you started to be able to um, figure out and structure and kind of frame what the educational aspect of, you know, at that time, was it Leadership Arts Associates? Um, mm -hmm. The, uh, you know, which was kind of that boutique HR consulting firm. So it sounds like the educational piece kind of came with that. And then Nancy, you were, you were really instrumental in, you know, whether it was just, you know, spitballing ideas or, or, but you were able to start to really formulate what the educational piece was going to look like. Yeah, and I think at that, at a specific time, again, not that mm -hmm. um, educational requests weren't coming in, they certainly were, but I think it, it, and Sam, please jump in here, but I think it got to a point where there were more requests, and again, from a perspective of, of de deciding, okay, where do, from Sam's perspective, where do I want to focus my time? Um, you know, Sam made a decision that perhaps um, speaking engagements, maybe not specifically education or, you know, like basically I, I can't do it all. So let me, let's figure out how we can move forward here. And um, that was probably, um, I don't know how many conversations, but another conversation that Sam said, okay, are you ready yet? <laughs> um, you ready to join us yet? And um, that particular moment, it was like, okay, let's talk. Like, you know, what are we talking about here? And um, we were able to formulate a plan so that I could uh, join the or the Heart Center. Or at that time, it was Leadership Arts Associates. Um, and and again, as Sam mentioned, you know, maintaining my full time role mm -hmm. at the healthcare organization, but yet fill in or assist um, the the company as needed when specific educational requests came in or even from a um, um, quote perspective somebody's yeah. requesting sure. a training requesting. she'd mm -hmm. she'd reach out and say hey we have this request do you want to submit a quote sure um so yeah and and you know some of them came to fruition and some of them didn't mm -hmm. yeah okay so let's uh, let's kind of move to this. Um, something, because, of course, Leadership Arts Associates was constantly changing, evolving. I like to say pivoting as well is a good word, I think, as I'm Great sitting word. here. Yeah, <laughs> At which you guys have both done it marvelously, um, whether you realized it was happening or not consciously. But, Nancy, what, let's say... You know, and I always ask this question of everyone that we talk to is what is it because I always feel like it might be a little bit hard to, I don't know, verbalize. Sometimes it was for me. Um, what was what what's what is it about Sam's work? What is it about what she's doing? That core kind of core mission you had talked about mentioned earlier that either resonates with you or just 
has you feeling like, you know what, I, like you said, I, I feel like I need to, I need to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, I think the foundation of who I am is who Sam speaks to. Um, I think, I think the, in, in, a, in any organization, there are walls, there are policies, there are structure, there are certain things that you just have to do, right? You can't mm-hmm. just go willy-nilly and do whatever you want to do, right? Um, and not that we go willy-nilly at the heart center, <laughs> but we have the ability to think outside the box more so than within the confines of the box at an organization. They, outside the box isn't a comfort zone in many organizations. So um, I'm, you mentioned in my bio, you know, I, 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 lifelong learning is, is what I'm all about. Um, Sam is a lifelong learner as well. Um, the, the new aspect for me that she has brought into my life is the healing aspect, the, the practitioner side of Qigong that, you know, she um, is exploring. Um, so when we, that was what, last year, last retreat, when we, um, when we, got, we sat down as a group and we were like, okay, who are we and what are we doing? Um, and, you know, the, again, from a synergy perspective, the words, the thoughts just started flowing. And, um, you know, if you've ever participated in a mission activity or creating the vision of the organization or, you know, anything of that nature, everybody tries to get fancy, right? You try to get fancy with what are we, who are we, and what are we doing? And as we were talking through this exercise, um, it really just, we just stripped it down to the healing and growth of people matter. And it was like, we all got goosebumps. Yeah. That's really, yeah. See, that's so well said because, again, in the world we live in, especially the last few years, everybody's trying to get fancy or they're just trying to over impress. There's, they're just trying to just where at the end of it, you're. It's just what you said: healing and growth of people matter, right? Let's simplify it because that's. And you talked about medic, the medical qigong side of what Sam's work, you know, that's history that goes back thousands of years. And I thought you really did a nice job kind of saying, that's all we're talking about here. Let's get back to the simplicity of it, but the effectiveness of it, because you're right, as the organization that you work at has continued to grow. I'm sure those walls you spoke of, they continue to exist. And Again, for the benefit of the listeners out there, you know, part of what we're trying to to share with all of you is HR, there's a stigma to it, okay? And what we're talking about with the Heart Center um, helps with those situations and issues, but it also takes it to another level with the healing side of it. And it sounds to me, Nancy, again, you know, feel free to, uh, to add um, that that component of it really helps maybe 
crystallize or you know um, clarify really what your mission and what your um, core foundation is all about as well and, and, and maybe helps you understand better what's happening within those four walls you spoke of. Yeah, absolutely. And you know the a lot of the <laughs> the the mm, limitations, I'll call them um, within those four walls aren't necessarily from leadership, aren't necessarily from policy. Sometimes they're the customer. You know, you 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 try as a designer, um, as an educator, you try to recommend um, opportunities to enhance the learning and the customer says, nope, just mm. tell them. And so again, you know, I, I, I don't want to insinuate that it's the organization that is binding um, in any way. Yes, there are some. Um, there are some within the department as well, but but also it's it's coming from the customer, the request of education. Um, you know, I want an education on this, and, and sometimes it's regulation, it's regulatory yeah. driven as well. So in you know they're checking boxes, right? Because this regulatory agency says I have to educate this many people or, or on this topic. Check, I did it. Um, but, you know, sometimes in, in the true sense of education, it's not education. There's no education occurring. It's more lecture or statement or information knowledge, if you will. So um, I just wanted to clarify that because I, I, I didn't mean to insinuate that it's the organization that has those those um, restrictions. Sometimes. No, and that's a great yeah. that's a great point, because just in my world, um, you know, I, I do insurance by day. Same thing. You know, we're checking boxes and everybody's got to have certain trainings and, and compliance and all of that. And yes, it's we it's necessary. We do it. OK, it's fine. But and I, I guess maybe with with the heart center and the work of the heart center, have you ever had an, a situation where maybe somebody is sitting through a training that they thought, okay, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm attending here because my supervisor or I'm required to be here, but got something out of it, maybe they weren't expecting to. And Most if you could, definitely, yeah, please, absolutely. Share, uh, and I think there's, I think, um, you know, with our current programs that we have now, both uh, Sam and I have have experienced the aha moment that a learner has. You know, they're they're either coming in because um, they had to, you know, as you indicated, manager said, you're doing this. Um, or maybe it was, I have to do a training. So this one sounded okay. Kind of, you know, yeah. who, who knows mm -hmm. the reason behind it, but absolutely. Um, you know, and, and we get those testimonials at the end of the, um, experience where they're like, Hey, this was really not what I expected. And it, you know, it was awesome. Or I really did, um, grow in my learning, um, again, I you know I think we um, have the opportunity here at the Heart Center to blend in the healing components of the medical qigong into the educational side for additional growth to occur, um, and that's you know that's the path we're on now in in most of the development that we're doing um, is blending those two worlds together. Have you had an occasion to see that work? Because that's kind of, 
that's the segue. You know, it's that, I'll say, objective kind of black and white education. I got to sit in a classroom and, you know, or virtually what have you. But then I always feel like the, the, the tangible or the kind of what you're not expecting is how do you in, integrate that, um, that healing side of it that we all need? Um, have you seen where that there's been, there's been that opening where folks are saying, oh, wow, I didn't realize how important maybe this component is that I might have just dismissed, you know, otherwise? I think so. And I'm going to actually bounce that question over to Sam because yeah, I think she may sure. have um, experiences as well. Yeah, and you know, I think that one of the things that was very clear to me and why I have resonated so strongly with the medical Qigong theories is because they matched up to explain things that we were already experiencing as a result of our course designs without understanding what was actually happening. And then so I think a lot of people think about us fusing it in yet it was already there, but we couldn't understand why it was working. Um, and there was a couple of different studies around like reflective practice and things like that, but this took it to another level. Um, and I would say, you know, and, and Dave, you actually experienced this program, mm. but the leadership ideology uh, signature program that we have, the way we had to facilitate that post COVID was so mm. that we could do it virtually for the, for the fact that we had to do it for social distancing. When I did do it in person, we had to morph those modules um, and they actually ended up becoming these healing modules where we were seeing more um, emotional releases. So eye sweat uh, <laughs> happening in those sessions. Um, and we make jokes about tallies of how many people cry in a session, but you know, that's an emotional release that's showing us that there is actually healing that's occurring. There's processing that's happening. Um, and then to not only say that, but the, the actual um, outcomes that people articulate, like on a testimonial, we're very accustomed to seeing this was a great training session or uh, really enjoyed Nancy as a facilitator. We started to see the other comment section being filled with, you know, this opened my heart in so many mm. different ways. We saw it grow five times. And this is using a traditional leadership development curriculum like i said dave you experienced yeah. it it's not like we were sitting there doing you know meditation and things like that but we have learned how to infuse those same concepts in the traditional kind of environment yeah and i yeah you're right and firsthand i i remember kind of having that moment of this is not what i expected it was over the course of i want to say six weeks or so and the participants um we all had a really almost a better relational experience being virtual if you can imagine that then you know or as good as as if we were in person and i think we learned a lot more about each other on a personal level and yet it didn't feel like that it felt like okay i mean it just so you're right it's almost it almost sneaks up on you um, to that uh, to that degree, um, but then you f you leave feeling like wow, there was something more that was happening there that again I I, I wasn't expecting um, from the outset. Um, okay, well let's um, as we start to wind down. I just Nancy, where where do you see 
where do you see things going from here with the Heart Center? I mean, we were just on a another call prior to to doing this um, to doing this uh, podcast uh, particular interview, and um, you know, I feel like there's a sense of excitement and and anticipation, and it's, it seems to be all positive, but then also a little bit of, geez, uncertainty or you know, I don't know. Um, I feel like something big's happening, but I'm not so sure. And talk a little bit about uh, that, because I was watching your uh, your expression on that call as well. <laughs> well, I think we have um, a lot of opportunity to um, grow from an educational standpoint in developing programs. Um, so we have our signature program, as Sam mentioned, um, from the leadership ideology. We've got a lot of stuff in the back pockets um, that we have to flush out to finish developing. So um, more programs are coming. Um, we have a lot of ideas and we have a lot of content. Um, it's bringing it to fruition <laughs> that, mm -hmm. as we know, is, you know, the challenge in most of of opportunities here so we're you know sam and i are needing to buckle down get some mm -hmm. stuff done here <laughs> yeah. um, okay i'm speaking for myself but you know i've got <laughs> stuff to do so <laughs> no. yeah no, and you know yeah. i i know um we have some exploration going on um with some partnerships that are you know mm -hmm. hopefully going to happen in the future that could potentially grow um our reach to more um, uh, corporate connections, mm -hmm. um, individual connections. So, I mean, opportunities are abound. It's just a matter of of um, how everything kind of settles or shakes yeah. out, if you will. But um, from from an educational standpoint, um, we've got the ideas and we've got the plans. Um, just have to do the work to get them to come to fruition and and that's a that's a really good point because i i sense the same things it's almost like okay the execution part of it um which 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 can certainly happen i feel like it's going to happen and it's exciting to to kind of watch and see it happen the last question i'll i'll ask of you is just and don't put too much thought into it but from where that first plane ride however many moons ago that was <laughs> to right now like right here in this moment you know maybe try and quantify what what you've seen or what's really you know what's evolved and it's like okay wow from there to here man here we go um maybe what your kind of um impressions have been of the growth uh, from Leadership Arts Associates to, to the Heart Center and how Nancy Nicholas has, has kind of been there uh, for, that, for that ride? Well, I really think, I mean, like I, I mentioned earlier, the path diverged a bit, um, but I really think the core foundation of the original, you know, Sam's original vision I mean, it's still here. The, it's, the foundation is still here. Um, and I think, you know, 
I drank the Kool-Aid. Um, yeah. I'm still drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. And I think it's um, one of those things that um, I'll continue to drink the Kool-Aid because yeah. uh, you can use whatever words, you know, we, we've said along the way um, from the Leadership Arts Associates mission to the H or to the heart centers mission. Um, I think the foundation are people, growth, education, and now with, you know, Sam's interest in the medical Qigong, it's the heal, it's the, as she identified, it's the knowing behind the healing piece. And, and yeah. it, it's always been there. It's just, as you, you use the word earlier, it, it's crystallized or it's yeah. solidified or it's just coming clearer into view as as the years and even with Sam's knowledge and growth you know and and myself um, as as we continue on down the path as we bring in individuals like you and and the other uh, employees you know with with the organization everybody brings their strengths to enhance that core foundation of people growth and healing yeah, I like it. That's really well. That's really well said. And I, I'll put my little, um, you know, I've known Nancy. We knew each other a lifetime ago in a different type of setting. With our daughters, played um, soccer together. And um, when I was first made aware that Nancy was part of the team, it, it was instant credibility. Okay, because I always had a lot of respect for her. Um, Thanks, and, Dave. Oh, you're welcome. I just, and, you know, as um, it, it just really helped for me personally, um, it helped validate that there's some, again, I couldn't put my finger on what was going on either um, and how I was drawn to Sam, but I thought if Nancy's on board, I, I, it, it's got to be good. <laughs> like, there's got to be, because, you know, I mean, that's, I hate that. I mean, that's the little uh, editorial there, but, um, but it's, cool because I for one didn't know the entire history that you two have had I think it's very interesting and fascinating for me because I feel like the two of you almost needed each other um, and pushed each other and leaned on each other um, and got it to the point where and I was asking the question about from where from where you were to where we are now because that's a big part of the Heart Center's mission is to get that message out. Sam is transitioning more into that healing, the medical qigong, and in fact, we'll talk about um, her next book that's coming out. Um, and Nancy, you've seen it evolve and grow. And what I love about what you said, and you said it twice, was the core foundation has stayed intact. And if anything, it's now stronger than it's ever been, and it's helped. I think especially for Sam realize, hey, I'm onto something here. There's a need for this, and we need to get this message out to as many folks who we know probably could benefit from it as mm -hmm. well, too. Okay, with that, Nancy, any closing remarks, any comments? Are you feeling better now than you were at the beginning of this? Um, <laughs> I thought you did a great job, um, personally. Um, 
but want to yes. give you a chance to have the last word. And as you we can heard that here, <laughs> my Her little Chloe approved. would agree. Yes, Chloe approves. There you go. <laughs> Something's in the kitchen. Yes, absolutely. Um, I look forward to um, continuing down the path, if you will, wherever it may diverge. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I'm here for the ride, so um, I I, I'm happy to ride it out to be a to be a part be a, of it be a and part of it yeah absolutely that's, right. that's a good way to define the team like you've got to be willing to show up and buckle in and go for the ride and if you want to know exactly what's coming around the corner then you probably don't want to be here you at the heart center right yeah and be willing to um you know just put yourself out there and yeah. be out of your comfort zone too yeah I, I you know do what you got to do and be flexible yep. and comfortable in the flexibility that, that's right i think that's the, that's a good the, way to put it comfortable in your flexibility because yeah. by the way the team members everybody has each other's back that's such a cliche but it's not at the heart center you really you, you, you realize how valuable your input is and that's really the culture here so okay with that Thank you, Nancy. That You're was a, uh, a true delight. Um, you did not disappoint. You it wasn't you as wouldn't. bad as I was expecting. <laughs> okay, good. That's good. That's a good. That's a pat on the back for me. Yes, you did a I wonderful am, job. Thank you. Because I get, uh, I try to, to disarm everyone. The one we're going to get, I believe he's next too, is Tony, and we're going to make him feel as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, he needs that. We just need. Uh, we love to he's watch too him squirm. Comfortable. Exactly, and. Uh, <laughs> We're going to try and throw him off his game. So um, He is next. He's next month. Is next he? month. We're excited right. for that. Yes. So as a reminder, this podcast, for now, we've got it set to release on September 5th. That's a great way to spend your Labor Day weekend or a little bit after that and start to uh, sit outside, have a cup of uh, pumpkin spice latte, watch the leaves fall, and listen to some wisdom of, uh, of uh, Nancy Nicholas. And I will say this as well. I mentioned um, Sam's uh, new book. It's called Workplace Healers. And it is... In stock. In stock. And ready. And the, the right cover is All on right. the right book, which yes. is a great thing. Oh, gosh. And yeah, that's they're exciting. Here. So order them now before this is almost... Because we're almost out of stock, I think. Yeah. I think order them now. Have it's, to do it's, a new, it's been a long time coming. Batch. But uh, the, well, the, wait, the wait is worth it. And um, in line with that, uh, Sam's book that preceded the uh, Workplace Healers, Workplace Healers, is uh, the HR Intuitive, and that was relaunched. So there is a brand new cover, and so if you're ordering Workplace Healers, you may as well pick up a copy of the HR Intuitive, because that really will help clarify Sam's journey and how she got from uh, a little, uh, well, a corporate position in HR to starting up her own uh, little boutique consulting firm to uh, transitioning into what is really becoming um, a pretty powerful healing uh, effort, which is uh, the medical Qigong. Um, and so we look forward to that. And I'll just give a, a shameless plug for myself. Um, as far as I know, they keep threatening that this is happening, but there is an audio version of the HR Intuitive that's out there. And uh, if you're like me, you are 
just desperately waiting for that to be officially released. But we are that close. So if you've got someone on that uh, Halloween list or it's got a birthday in September or whatever, you just want to uh, hear a great, soothing voice over those airwaves, um, <laughs> pick up an audio version of the HR Intuitive because you guessed it. That voice is the smooth, silky sounds of this voice is that person that, and I guess I ought to be quiet. I'm starting to rant. So with that, Sam, I'll let you get the last word in and let's take it away. Uh, no, it's been great. Thanks, Nancy. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Heart of It podcast. I will talk to you next week. And Dave will be back next month as we talk to Tony. Can't wait. Thanks, yeah. everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Heart of It podcast. I am so grateful for you and I hope this episode served you. If it did and you want to support the podcast, share your love by leaving a review on your favorite listening platform. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of your organizations. <laughs>